0: And welcome to TARDIS TROPES.
1: We're your companions Hannah and David.
0: I'm the David one.
1: Well yep and I'm Hannah um, and we're talking about the Doctor Who New Year's special today. Resolution. What?
0: Resolution is the name of the oh, episode. It's
1: called Resolution. I thought you were asking me if I had any. Do you?
0: About... Do you have any resolutions? I'm
1: gonna watch more TV. I'm gonna watch more t v
0: well my my resolution is to to be a little bit more positive, okay, you know i'm gonna I'm gonna give this episode, you know, points where points are deserved.
1: I think there are a lot of points that are deserved in this episode. There's some
0: points that the, the, you know, people get credit for what they so, did. One, the Dalek looked really good. It
1: did. It looked great.
0: And I mean from beat one, you know, when it's yeah. digital and it's on a wall. is yeah. great. And then the kind of junk Dalek looked pretty cool too. It was unique because it was supposed to be like made out of trash.
1: Yeah, it looked awesome.
0: I think, you know, production design hasn't been great this season, but this is, this is solid production design. Yeah. What else is good?
1: Um, I thought the acting was pretty fine. Um, the one girl who was possessed by the Dalek, I thought, did a good job.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how hard it is to play possessed, but yeah, she. I didn't, mean, I guess um, not. She she didn't like distract me or anything. The yeah. dad didn't have like a an awful performance. No,
1: no, he was he was fine. It, even though like the Dalek was kind of like a bomb strapped to the people, it didn't feel as like ticking time bomb is, or at least isn't obvious a ticking time bomb as Chris Chibnall stories yeah, tend to it's, have.
0: It's the the ticking time bomb is you don't want him to get to you, you, you know, it, it's just there's a ticking clock in that, in that the Dalek tension. is going to get to the communications right. thing and summon the Dalek fleet. Like
1: I, like, I I think I don't know. I think this one had pretty decent stakes almost. Like...
0: On paper for sure. I mean, the stakes paper, were there.
1: I mean, I, I felt them. I was like, dang, I... How's this gonna end? like I mean I, I we know well
0: i'm gonna I gotta hold on to that positivity, Hannah. I can't get into this just yet. I gotta say my one other thing that I liked, okay,
1: all right, okay, what's the one other thing that you liked?
0: The, the other thing that I really liked was the the unit thing the, that one joke, oh, but like yes. was it a joke, or is it like the plot of next season either way i'm I'm for it. Like
1: oh, okay, that's what I'll say. Like this one episode felt like it had more like overarching plot than the entire last season. <laughs> you know, like where was this episode last season? Like Sure. What? Like,
0: well, I mean it was right here. I, I mean think, it's here. Yeah. I mean for, even if this was like a Christmas special, like that doesn't put it that much closer to the the season. Um, this is just part of season eleven.
1: Uh, I don't know, on on Amazon Prime it's listed as uh, Christmas special season 7. <laughs> Does that make sense?
0: You know, it's Amazon Prime, they don't know what episode they're on. For sure, this is, uh, th- this is like a great joke. Unit is destroyed, not because of like some ideological thing or like aliens have infiltrated. It's just literally the budget. Budget cuts, budget cuts, and they just don't yeah. care about like alien invasions anymore because the doctors made you know the human race expect that they'll just be saved by the doctor. Uh, that's a great, that's a great little like piece yeah. of world building. It's useful because it helps it separate itself more from the Moffat era. And it doesn't feel forced or unnatural.
1: Yeah. No, and, like, it was, like, a fun little piece of... I I don't know. Like, again, I think this episode didn't really feel like a sci-fi episode. It felt like a bunch of episodes like like there was police procedural there is like kind of like when the dalek possessed girl basically goes on a killing spree across like the countryside like i don't know it felt a little like horror thriller well i mean
0: maybe it's like closer to like a torchwood type of episode which makes sense because yeah, that's what maybe. you know that's what chibnall is known for is Torch Woody type things.
1: Right, yeah. I don't know, it, it just felt... I mean, there, obviously they were sci-fi, it's sci-fi. Um, but... It felt it felt like Chris was trying to go back to his roots a little bit or something. Well, I mean,
0: you know, he's, he's not relying on himself alone. There's a history to Daleks that he doesn't have to establish, which is just, it just takes a weight right. off of him as a writer. And so I think he's able to flex a little bit more. Um, this episode's been getting pretty positive reaction on, you know, on the subreddits. Um, there's still some criticism of it because it is a very silly and weird episode and kind of poorly paced in my opinion. Oh,
1: really? Well,
0: I, I was genuinely incredibly bored throughout this episode. (laughs) Um, just painfully like out of it. But I, I, you know, uh, maybe that's just me, but like, you know, I, I prefer stories to stick to like a very clear structure. Whereas this episode is kind of just like follow that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, but at least there was one cohesive goal that they were doing the whole time. Ooh, that's what I liked about it. There wasn't, like, a crumb trail of clues that eventually led to what the big bad was. It's like, we know what the big bad is. And we kind of just have to follow that. Right,
0: but that's kind of like... That's not the solution to the problem that I wanted. No, you know? you're
1: you're right. But I think it is a solution, and it's just... I think after all of the fatigue of watching, like, meandering episodes, it was nice to have one with a little direction.
0: Right. I mean, like, what I wanted was a return to actual mystery storylines, not a series of red herrings followed by the truth. Um, But what I got was... Oh, yeah. We got rid of the red herrings. Now it's just straight to the, you know, action climax. And the whole episode is just one long action climax.
1: That's true. That is true. So that's
0: what I mean by, like, poorly structured. But, you know, maybe people like this. That's fine.
1: I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I didn't hate it. Like, if this had happened last season, it might be, like, my favorite or second favorite episode. Maybe not favorite.
0: Well, let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the recap. Okay. So the this episode starts with the most pointless voiceover backstory I've ever seen. Okay.
1: Also, one thing I will call <laughs> out is that horrible font choice.
0: It's so bad. It's Impact Bold. Why is it Impact it's Bold? It's like, but
1: it's like, it's like Impact Bold through like two different like custom Photoshop like font manipulations, <laughs> and it's so. Bad.
0: <laughs> like this is just a, this is just improper. I expect to see a fucking lolcat, yeah, I, you know, with this impact bowl. It was
1: so bad. <laughs> David, I can't. Like, fucking end me. I love that you noticed that, too. No, it was, I was just like, excuse me? Is this a, like, student film? Like, what are you doing? And
0: so, like, the whole point of this, like, backstory is just to set up that, like, there was a Dalek and it was split into three, but one of them died on their way to delivering the thing to place. Which,
1: like, here's the thing, though. I don't understand why it didn't, like, come to life while he was lying there dead
0: oh well they had a line about that you didn't hear it they were like uh they put the dalek under the uv lights to you know dust for fingerprints and the uv lights activated but then my reaction was like oh okay all right no wait (laughs) it was out in the sun yeah (laughs) that's nothing but uv radiation oh boy (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, no, it turns out this is a new addition to the lore. Daleks are powered specifically by black lights, but not by other types of UV radiation. Dude, I can't
1: wait till we go to the Dalek rave. That's going to be my favorite Doctor Who episode ever.
0: <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs> we can cut that if no, it's too it's awkward. No, it's
1: fine. I can't with these fucking
0: Daleks. So the episode begins for real this time after we've gotten through a bunch of bullshit that doesn't matter and doesn't come back in any way, shape, or form. And so the people are just on the TARDIS and they're like, we're going to every New Year's ever. And then they're like, what about going to regular New Year's? And so then they do.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then they're at an archaeological... Oh, no, wait, they don't go to New Year's. Uh, they try to go to 2019 New Year's, but then the doctor gets a distress alert about Earth. So they have to go...
0: That's on New Year's 2019, yeah. so... Cla- so, I mean, ostensibly they do just That's go to true. New Year's.
1: they do make it an even 20.
0: <laughs> they go to New Year's in a sewer, though, which is a little bit more lame. So then we, we find ourselves in, like, the weirdest doctor inter- introduction that I think I've ever seen. I mean, like... It's very awkward, do you agree?
1: The oh, them popping into the cave,
0: yeah, it's like done really weird and like disjointed. i like I, I don't know exactly what's wrong, but like part of it is just that, like they really gloss over the fact that this box just appears in the middle yeah. of nowhere, and no one explains who yeah. they are.
1: I mean, yes, but then another part of me is like these guys are scientists or like archaeologists in the modern era when Earth has been invaded by aliens. Like, so many times. No, no, no,
0: but this is a world where, like, no one recognizes that alien invasion is a big threat. Like, th- no one is really aware of magical science fiction I guess. science. Like, like he, he he comments on the fact that, like, it appears out of nowhere, but then they just, like, move past it. And I'm like, I, you don't move past that. That's, like, the most important thing that's ever happened. All right,
1: yeah, but also, like, we've seen it a thousand times. That's why they have to keep finding new ways to say, it's bigger on the inside. Right, but I
0: like that. I like that they have to be creative and find new ways to do things. I don't really care. I, I don't really like that, like, they just skip it. All right. It. And then we're supposed to just be like, okay, this character is completely normal. He's just behaving as anyone would if suddenly a strange woman appeared in in the middle of a sewer out of a box.
1: Strange women lying in boxes, passing out sonic screwdrivers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then they, like, you know, go over and try and find this squid, but it turns out squid gone.
1: Squid ran away. Or
0: did it? Was it actually just... Under my shirt the whole time.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, not sure how she didn't notice that. No,
0: that's not what the implication is. The implication is that she's under oh, control that during that conversation. Okay, Which is why she's being so awkward. That's fair. But it's not super clear. I'll, I'll yeah. agree with you. It makes, The way that it's shot kind of makes it look like she takes off her jacket and is like, what the, what, where did this come from?
1: <laughs> no, but, like, that's what I think she, like, did. I don't know. But... <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that whole reveal was so bizarre to me because for it, it led me to believe for a while because she was acting so shifty that she was like smuggling it out of there that she was like and I've got a new pet I won't let them hurt you or something like that like
0: well, they, you know, they clear it up pretty quickly. I just think, I, I just thought it was, like, it's just kind of a poorly made show Well,
1: anyway, so she's under Dalek control, and um, the doctor finds out that the squid thing, after doing some tests, is a Dalek, uh, and freaks out, uh, and I forget at which point all this happens. They go to
0: we've you're skip you're skipping ahead, ahead cuz we haven't gotten there yeah. yet because the plot gets interrupted by Ryan's dad showing up I out of nowhere where. and i'm sorry like Ryan stands Ugh. i'm not for it i, I hate this Stupid goddamn kid. plot i hate everything about it it's so cliche and it's so Poorly written, this dialogue.
1: I know, also his dad is, like, so not a character.
0: No, he's just generic deadbeat dad who shows up.
1: But wants to do better.
0: So, like, the dad shows up and Graham slams the door in his face and then, like, says this line about how, like, you know, family means more than blood or a name. Well, later. And I'm like, fuck no, you, Graham. Like... You've been, like, you've known this kid for less than, like, five years, and, like, you're going to, like, dad explain to this, like, absentee daddy, like, what he should have yeah. done? Like, it's, like, this is not your place. You two have never met, as far as I know. Right.
1: Right. Well, no, I feel like they, oh, no, yeah, I guess they hadn't.
0: I mean, he didn't go to Grace's funeral, and, like, that's, like, the reason that oh, he's no, 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 met. no,
1: but they, I think they had because he didn't introduce, Ryan didn't introduce his dad to Graham, so I feel like they've met at least, like, once.
0: Maybe. In any case, like, they clearly don't have the kind of relationship where Graham can just talk down to him right. about the choices that he's made. And that made. he'll just like, take it. Like, you don't know his life.
1: Exactly. Shit.
0: And then the like Graham doesn't have like a reason to to step into this business. But even more so, what is the doctor doing? Oh, my God, I know in this scene? also,
1: especially when the doctor sort of kind of like caused her death a little bit. like, I mean, not totally. yeah.
0: I mean, for sure. But also, like the doctor abandons his kids all the time
1: exactly there's no no legs to stand on here doctor
0: <laughs> this is the doctor at her you know morally superiorist um, oh wow yeah and it's just it's just unbearable and i just like doctor like Aren't you supposed to be like empathic? Like, isn't that supposed to be like that's what people tell me this doctor is about, is that she can like read a room yeah. really well and knows how to like communicate with people better than like previous uh-huh. doctors have. How is I that don't demonstrated know if that's here? That's true. That's what people have said.
1: That feels sexist to me.
0: Well, I mean, she's clearly like not the smartest doctor.
1: Nope. She's totally not. <laughs> We've been over yeah. this.
0: So the alternative is that, well, she must just be really good like at people skills. You know, she's a good conversationalist.
1: No, she's good at having plot armor. Like, I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, that's the truth. But that's just, that. you know, that's not what people say. They say, you know, she's just happy. You know, she's excited. And that excitement is what makes her powerful. But I'm just like, no, it's really just that she <laughs> sticks her nose in where she doesn't belong. And, you know... Tells everybody what they're supposed Dude, to be this doing.
1: also has another this um this episode also has another example of the doctor being fine blowing shit up.
0: Very much so. Still
1: claiming to not like guns. Um alright, where are we in this recap? So
0: we've just gotten past Ryan's dad. And then we find out it's a Dalek. Oh no. It's a Dalek, it's scary. And, like, suddenly it's, like, this is supposed to be the episode with Gravitas, but for everyone else in the room, it kind of just feels, like, the same as, like, rediscovering Toothface.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Like, Toothface felt like a bigger revelation for them than, like... And for
0: both of these, it was really easy to guess who the villain was just based on the trailer.
1: Yeah. And, like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that this was planned as Dalek's the whole time. Like it had to have been, right? No, yeah,
0: this is a Dalek episode. The question is, was it planned as a New Year's episode the whole time? Which the answer is no, it was not. There's zero yeah. chance it was. This was this was the next season pilot. But yeah. they pushed it back because they're like, we need that holiday slot. And Chris Christian was like, I need five more days to, yeah. to rush this script out. Here,
1: I'll give you one I wrote this summer. So
0: then we're, we're tracking this Dalek. And it just becomes like a series of the doctor types some things into the TARDIS. And it's like, I'm tracking the Dalek's technology signature. Ooh, I'm I mean, detecting honestly, some DNA. Ooh, there's a siren going off over here. We get we're gonna go there. Ooh, there's a um oh, the heat signature from an explosion? Sure, oh, yeah. why not?
1: <laughs> I mean like it did feel like a very like classic RTD like, thing, you know, like, no, I in RTD, they're
0: like, they're, they're, they like take breaks and then they lose the Dalek, and then, you know, Rose gets captured by the Dalek, and then there's, yeah. you know, like, there's a lot of like back and forth going on, like, with this, with the episode Dalek, whereas compared to this, it's very linear, just like, we got to track this Dalek down, and the Dalek's just like driving a car around.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, but, like, they do lose it a couple times and the doctor has to do something, even if it's just, like, okay, like, babbling and pushing buttons, I'm I'm interrupting myself to say, this episode has my fucking pet peeve in it. What? Where the doctor said a few words that were like four syllables long, and then Graham goes in English, please. Though everything <laughs> she said was entirely understandable, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you've heard these words talking about your GPS. Like, why are you confused? <laughs> like, yeah, just that's, that's says, not a great. That's a pretty
0: big cliche. I liked Ugh. the part where apparently she can like for a brief moment activate a telepathic hologram specifically so that she can like yell at kidnapped lady to be like we're coming to get you so keep fighting
1: yeah i don't know it's a nice it's a very pro-humanity message this one
0: i mean uh, pro-humanity and just that they she doesn't want them to be killed by daleks
1: well, I mean that, but it's like, we're, no matter how strong Daleks are, we're strong too. Like, I don't know. It felt kind of nice. Sure. It was positive. It was I positive. I didn't feel bile
0: and hate like I did in Kerblam. Um,
1: <laughs> but, you the know. left are the real
0: left. Uh, so anyway, they finally tracked down this Dalek who in previous scenes has evaded cops by eating them or something, it's very unclear. (laughs) Side note, these cops are so dumb. Yeah. Like, this is not actual police procedure in any way, shape, or form. If you see your partner getting eaten by something in another car, you don't just, like, get out and stand, like, unarmed. You you hide behind the door and you point a gun at it.
1: Yeah. I mean, do, do cops have guns in Britain? I don't know. Of
0: course they do. What are you talking about?
1: I don't know. A lot of places they don't have guns.
0: I'm oh gonna get up.
1: Yeah. It, also, it's just like Yaz is supposed to be a police officer, but also never like it's never relevant, basically. And I'm like, she has the most relevant like job, technically speaking, to like the adventures that these idiots end up going on.
0: Right, and it's completely useless in all ways. Yeah,
1: I don't know, just, again, underutilized as a character.
0: Yeah, I mean, they can find a way to use a literal fucking microwave, but they can't figure (laughs) out how to use a policewoman.
1: Yeah, Jesus. He wrote a fucking cop show! Whatever. (laughs)
0: Well you can't have her solving mysteries because then Jody doesn't have anything to do.
1: I mean there were presumably other characters on that cop show, you know, like
0: (laughs) Well wasn't it mainly just David Tennant and Jody?
1: I mean I guess.
0: Anyway. At least
1: there's David Tennant. (laughs)
0: Um, I thought it was really interesting when the Dalek frequency thing happens, where they tap into the s- psychic frequency of just, like, a guy. Um, and th- so then the Dalek just calmly explains what its plan is.
1: Yeah. Like, that very seems very
0: un to me.
1: Really? I feel like the Daleks are very boastful about their, like, plans all the time. Because they're like, we're the best. No,
0: not... Not usually. They're pretty secretive and, like, cunning. Like, the whole point is that they can outsmart the doctor even, you know? They can't just... It's not just that they can outgun her. Like, they can outsmart her as well, which is what makes them a threat. But he's just, like, calmly explaining, like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna call the fleet and then we're gonna destroy Earth.
1: Okay, bye!
0: And then there's, like, that weird dalek laugh shot that goes on for like way too long that was
1: very strange it was also like an entirely unsettling noise like i know it's supposed to be but like i might actually have nightmares about i
0: just felt embarrassed for him you know like for the dalek i'm like oh honey like it's not that funny (laughs) i mean like come on just you're supposed to be threatening like you're you're better than this don't do this um so anyway, then we had cut to this this possessed Dalek slave building the Dalek just by like hammering individual metal. pieces of metal together. Yeah. Now, here's something that I feel like I've missed something. Um when did she go to Serbia? Cause wasn't one of the pieces supposed to be in Serbia?
1: Uh Yes? Or
0: did the did the pieces teleport? Yeah, like, they teleport? yeah that that's or... what
1: happened really early on. Um like under the UV light it started like glowing and shaking in the bag.
0: But they didn't teleport. Yeah, I they remember did. like they when totally they glowed, did. they didn't disappear.
1: Right. They Those parts stay on the table, but then we cut to, like, Serbia and the, like, island and the... And
0: they're glowing, but I don't remember them disappearing after the glow. They do. They do. And where do they go? They...
1: You can see the bag, like, inflate the thing that it's in, and then it starts going... And it runs off the table. Okay, well,
0: I totally missed that yeah. because it was, like, there's so much shit happening, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so... It kind of seems like the whole thing of, like, separating them was really pointless. And that whole opening... I know. uh, Opening narration was, like, even more pointless than I thought it was.
1: Yeah.
0: But holy shit. Anyway, so now the dialogue is back together. um, And looks completely unrealistic for, you know, having just been built in, like, two minutes. But I mean,
1: like, whatever.
0: Ultimately looks pretty cool. And you kind of suspend your disbelief. Yeah.
1: The girl is, like, getting, I don't know, the Dalek gets weak or something. And so the girl's able to fight it off. But then the Dalek gets into the suit, which we find out. Yeah, when the... and it starts
0: blowing up, like, a military base to go get to a communications tower. It's very straightforward Dalek stuff. You know, um, One thing that I noticed, one thing that I noticed was, apparently somewhere in that warehouse was, like, the perfect materials to build like, shiny new missiles? Yeah. Not sure how that works, but okay. Wait,
1: in which warehouse? Well,
0: like, they built the Dalek in a warehouse, correct? Y-
1: or, yeah, like, out on, like, a Like an farm. old factory. Yeah.
0: Whatever the setting was supposed to be. It was unclear. Uh, but they build the Dalek, and then the Dalek, like, reveals that it has missiles.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I'm like,
0: oh, I guess there was just, like, rocket fuel in there? And also, like, explosives?
1: This, this old hick was guarding?
0: I guess there were just missiles there.
1: That's fine. It's, there's a Dalek and there's missiles.
0: Like, like part of like the whole thing was that a Dalek can't just build a Dalek gun out of human parts. Like, it requires there to be a gun there, which is why that was one of the parts that they save. But, like, the missiles, though... <laughs>
1: But what about those missiles, though?
0: Um, Meanwhile, there's like some dialogue between Ryan and his dad or Graham and his dad. Yeah, there were a
1: couple of scenes that we skipped over where Graham talks to um, Ryan's dad. And then Ryan talks to Ryan's dad. And Ryan's like, you're a shitty dad. And he was like, I'm sad. I mean, good on
0: them for resolving this arc, I guess. Yeah. But it's done in the most cliche way possible. Like they spend an episode being mad at each other, and then I forgive you. Yeah,
1: and then so then a
0: hug.
1: So the climax happens when the Dalek takes Ryan's dad prisoner. After the wait,
0: we skipped the most important scene. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll go back. The microwave. So they track down this Dalek, and now now the gang's all here. Um. And uh, so, what happens is the doctor just, like, hits the Dalek with her sonic screwdriver. And so, the gun doesn't work.
1: Because, you know.
0: And I guess she can do that because the, it hasn't fully synced to its new body yet. Like, it's downloading Apple 2.0. <laughs>
1: gun Like 2. It's downloading
0: iOS 7. Yeah. Um. Like, Like, <laughs> I don't know what... How that's supposed to work, but okay, the sonic screwdriver can always just do crazy yeah. shit. Um, but for, you know, it's not quite powerful enough to like shut down a Dalek or anything, that would be crazy. That'd
1: be insanity.
0: <laughs> um, so the Dalek, you know, isn't stopped by that. Then th- they confront it again, and they utilize the dad's microwave oven that he's been that selling. He's
1: been carrying around the fucking gun that apparently had to go off in the third act.
0: So they just run around the back of him and then just put a bunch of shit all over him.
1: Yeah, it's very and then dumb. They
0: turn it on, and it melts straight through the metal. Meanwhile, this thing has stood up to a tank.
1: Yeah, that it has.
0: <laughs> and it just can be stopped by a microwave. What have you done? I
1: mean, he said Chibs. it was the best microwave.
0: <laughs> there does not exist a human microwave that can melt steel. Maybe can he melt got an steel. alien
1: microwave. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't know it.
0: But that's supposed to be him, like, making up for being an absentee dad, just, which is completely asinine. Yeah, it's very dumb.
1: So then the Dalek explodes, but surprise, it survived, and it's taken Ryan's dead prisoner. Um, and so the doctor is like, fine, I'll take you to the Dalek fleet. But then, surprise, she didn't. She took it to, uh, like, a supernova with a very small... Suction hole into the TARDIS no no, no. Or she something? makes the
0: suction hole she oh. she makes the suction hole okay she's like I've made a vacuum
1: that's just hole Dalek-sized. in the shield
0: yeah except for it doesn't work because duh. we've established already that a Dalek can only let go if you like break it with your mind and then smash it against a wall so so duh um, for whatever reason this Dalek does not think to just try like killing him yeah. I I mean, that's, like, the Dalek's whole thing is, just like murder. Just kill them
1: immediately. No mercy. Yeah.
0: I mean, isn't there supposed to be, like, a threat to this Dalek being attached to a human? But no, it's just like, oh, no, I'm being sucked out the I hole. I mean, I will say
1: this. I'm glad that they didn't, like, kill the dad to give him redemption, because I am not a fan of, like, that in general. Um,
0: yeah, I thought it was going to be... I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but I thought it was going to be something that he does specifically that resolves it. But no, they were like, it's the, I forgive you angle.
1: Yeah. So basically, I
0: forgive you. So
1: Ryan ends up saving the day. But like, this is the thing is like, Ryan basically just throws the Dalek off of his dad. Like he starts you know, like not
0: bad for a kid with dyspraxia. Oh
1: my God. Shut up.
0: <laughs> Yeah, shut up. We don't care about your disability. Shut up.
1: Does the actor really have it? No. Then fuck off. Like, I don't know.
0: It's just, like, he's he doesn't have any symptoms of dyspraxia ever. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing he ever does is overcome his dyspraxia. Yeah. That's literally all he's ever done. The only symptom is that he can't ride a bike. Honestly, like the he only- he just can't ride a bike.
1: The only symptom is that his... Got his fucking grandma killed because he can't ride a bike.
0: Well, Wait, how, how does that track?
1: Because he threw the bike into the woods, and he wouldn't have been all involved in that shit. if. Well, okay,
0: come on. <laughs> like, you can't possibly foresee that far into the future. No,
1: but I'm saying it's his <laughs> stupid disabilities fault. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> I am kidding, but yeah,
0: like literally, the only symptom of his dyspraxia is that he can't ride a bike. He can climb ladders. He can punch things. He can shoot things. You know, he it's can do never anything. Actually,
1: a disability.
0: It's never no. It's an ability. Yeah. <laughs> Not a super ability. Just it's something he can do.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh Ryan.
0: All right. So, so everything's resolved. It's resolution time. Yep. And then it's and then it's just over. It just kind of peter's out. It
1: does sort of just peter out, but like I don't know. I was like We're going to have to deal This
0: with- is a landmark episode, Hannah. Yeah. It's landmark because this is the first Doctor Who episode with a cutaway gag.
1: What was the cutaway gag?
0: Oh no! The Dalek has shut down all communications. Oh, God. The Wi-Fi and the television that is out. Was my
1: Cut least... to. <laughs> that was my least favorite part of the entire episode. Show
0: the worst part of my entire life. Like, um, what? This is like this is galaxy ending. This is year ruining. No, this it's is the just worst started. thing. started. And Tribunal has already ruined it for me with this awful cutaway gag. So unfunny, so deeply like pointless.
1: Ugh, it was so bad.
0: It cuts to this family, and they're just like,
1: the Wi-Fi's out.
0: out and the TV's out. What are we gonna do now? I guess we'll have to have a conversation. The says and then the with two kids dread. say in unison, what?
1: Oh god. It's like, <laughs> it's cart—it's both cartoonish and cartoonishly bad, you
0: know? Yeah, it's really awful. And, like, you know, I, I always shit on Russell T for having really shallow social commentary. It's better You know, than things this. like, drugs are bad. But holy cow, I miss Russell T so much. Yeah. Compared to this, like, he was a comedic genius with his farting fat aliens, oh you know? Like... It, it, compared to this he's like he's a master of social commentary with Cassandra the skin woman I know you know like this is this is just awful, it's two seconds, but it ruins it's, the whole and episode it's also so lazy, it is very lazy. <laughs> Were you gonna say? <laughs> just It required them to cut to an entirely different set. They had to, like, shoot on location yeah. in someone's house and hire four actors <laughs> for
1: this. With speaking lines.
0: Like, it's not like Family Guy, where it, for Family Guy to do a cutaway gag, they just draw, a like, a new thing. thing. Yeah. Which, and the same voice actors that do the normal show do the cutaway gag. Yeah. It's like... That's fine. This is like they went to so much effort for these three lines of dialogue. It's a lot. Um let's let's go over every single reference to New Year's in this episode cuz there's you can count them on one hand. A
1: bunch in the beginning and then never again, right? Well,
0: it's like there's one at the beginning where they well they you know they're going to all the New Year's day celebrations in the universe. Um but then there's the couple whose romance is basically defined by, like, we kissed, so we're a couple. It was very bare bones.
1: I mean, I don't, I didn't hate it.
0: There was nothing there to hate.
1: I I thought the openings, it was bare bones, but I thought it, like, it it was serviceable. I liked it, I don't know. I
0: mean, like, what's, there's no substance there. (laughs) He's just like cute things.
1: Uh, It was fine, it was fine. I was like, okay, people that I care about. Like, I haven't really cared about any of the side characters that we've like come into contact with.
0: I didn't really care about these characters either. I mean, like you, you're kind of forced to care about the the girl being possessed because that's just kind of a naturally horrifying scenario yeah. that you can sympathize with. I
1: don't know. I care about the
0: characters. Like, they're just like we are archaeologists. We kiss. I don't
1: know. It was enough of a it was enough of a backstory that I'm like, all right. Fine, I hope you have a good life, you know?
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, they accomplished the bare minimum. At least for me. In any case, so they are like, we kissed on New Year's, you know, like a New Year's kiss. But it could have been any other type of kiss, Like, and the plot would have made equally as much sense. Then there's a line, like, an hour later, that's like, they shut down all the Wi-Fi and telephone lines, and then... Um, Graham says, like, on New Year's Day when everyone's hungover?
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess. What a monster! Uh, and that's when we get that delightful cutaway gag.
0: Yeah, that's the, then it's the cutaway. So, like, that's every reference to New Year's. <laughs> yep. There's nothing There's nothing really to do with resolutions. I guess, like, that's supposed to be Ryan's dad.
1: Making New Year's resolutions. Has the resolution? I, yeah, I guess. <sighs>
0: I mean, like, nothing resolves. Like, it's not playing on a double meaning or anything. It's just literally, like... No.
1: It, like... There's no such thing as a New Year's episode in the same way that there's a Christmas episode. Like, if you listened...
0: This is what I've been saying yeah, for, for a, a week. Ways. And everyone's just been like, hey, you know, why not? There could be a New Year's special. Why not? There's ha- There's Halloween there's specials. The there, there's,
1: there totally could be. This was not it. If it <laughs> anything
0: you're absolutely right you
1: know like it's just it's like you could have something about a a theme of renewal and like i don't know making changes and blah 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 but it's gotta really be the fucking theme especially when we don't already have like a whole bunch of tropes and signifiers to like already like reference that the way we do with christmas you know Right. Like, we have...
0: I agree. It's
1: just, like, it's not canonized enough. There's no genre specificness to, like, New Year's episode that unless it's, like, very explicitly about it... (laughs) Right. And they're a time travel show. Like, they literally could have done anything to do with, like, years. New Year's, Or, like, you know, they get caught in a time loop or... And they keep celebrating the same New Year's party over and over again, and they have to solve a crime. Well,
0: no, if they were going to do that, it would have been a Groundhog Day special. Well,
1: I mean, yes, that's Um, Groundhog Day more than New Year's, but...
0: (laughs) But, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I mean, this isn't an episode about New Year's because it was not a New Year's episode. They just literally literally, were like, yeah, they're like, this is the pilot or this is the first uh season premiere of the next season but Enjoy that's it. not coming out literally until 2020 so here it is i guess
1: oh god is it that far away yeah no it's so much longer of chris chibnall
0: well i mean it's a long time of, with a break from chris chibnall so there you go that's
1: that's that is true i suppose yeah <sighs>
0: but, hey, you know, like I said, my New Year's resolution is to be more positive. This is not the worst episode of Doctor Who, you know?
1: No, this it's is not. not.
0: This is, like, probably the best Chris Chibnall written episode. Yeah. Um, It just contains some truly egregious moments, and the overall structure is pretty dumb.
1: That's very true. Was this co-written?
0: No, this is remember. just him. Um, it's
1: just him. Yeah,
0: so, like... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's better than Rosa, but yeah, it, like, it's definitely better than any episode that Chris Schimnel wrote on his own, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, part of that is just that he didn't have to design a monster, because if you give him a monster to design, he'll make a tooth face. Instead of something as interesting and unique as a Dalek. Uh,
1: I'm so glad Toothface is, like, done, though.
0: He could come back. You don't know.
1: No, don't say that. Those are cursed That's my New Year's
0: resolution is to bring back Toothface.
1: Oh, my God. You're going to start a social media campaign. Bring bring back back the
0: Toothface.
1: toothface. Oh, boy.
0: Hashtag Toothface, everybody.
1: Hashtag justice. Justice for Toothface.
0: Justice for Toothface. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. We're going to be coming at you next week with uh, a big old, like, you know, let's fix it party. We're going to fix a movie for you.
1: Yeah, it's a very popular Disney movie that will probably be a very controversial thing that we're claiming to fix.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because we're claiming to be better than the best paid animation writers in the world.
1: Hooray! It's going to be so great. Um, um,
0: yeah, but check us out. Um, let us know how you thought about this particular Chivnal travesty. Let us know how you yeah. thought about the cutaway gag. What other cutaway gags would you like to see in Doctor Who?
1: Or in this podcast, um, which <laughs> if you are enjoying, we would appreciate a subscribe. Um, share it with your friends.
0: Yep. We're available on by RSS feed on all podcasting apps as well as iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. You
1: can't escape us. We're everywhere.
0: Yep. And you can contribute to our Patreon at Talking Tropes. And you can contribute. And you can
1: follow us on Twitter also at Talking Tropes. It's
0: so easy. Like, you have no excuse.
1: Just, it's just a Twitter account. We don't even post that much. Like, we won't clog your feed, I promise.
0: Yeah, subscribe, smash that like button, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week.
1: Oh, bye.
0: Bye.